0: and everywhere else, God is in control. As always, our attribution goes to Through the Bible with Dr. J. Vernon McGee. So, if you've ever wanted to try to read the Bible every day, we hope you can join us. We're regular people just like you trying to learn more about God and walk in step with His Holy Spirit. So, if you have your Bible, feel free to read along, and if not, no problem, we'll put it all together for you. So let's get started. We are in the book of Proverbs. We'll be taking up uh, where we left off last time. We we left off uh, really uh, with the seventh verse. In chapter one, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge. Fools despise wisdom and instructions. We said last time that the fear of the Lord is like reverence fear. You know, um, you need to, to hold the Lord in really high, reverent regard, not take anything he says for granted. Um, you know, it's the, it is life and death for us. And, um, this, this reverence that we have for the Lord is just the beginning uh, that we have of knowledge, and knowledge of Him is really um, what the wise will seek, and fools who say there is no God, or you know, He is not, um, you know, anything special. Uh, he doesn't have the authority these are fools who despise wisdom and instruction again wisdom comes from only god everything else is man's folly man's foolishness and again god's wisdom is above man's fo- man, god's wisdom or even god's foolishness is uh, high above man's wisdom so god uses um the um the foolishness uh his foolishness to shame the wise um because um he makes it where no one can um be left out of his kingdom because of lack of understanding he makes it so simple his uh, theology his wisdom for man is um shames the wise shames those who would claim to to be well-read and to have studied at great universities and that type of thing. So, uh, then, this, then the the first uh, chapter then kind of is... uh looks like it's kind of subdivided into the enticement uh, of sinners and then the call of wisdom. So, um, verse 8, we'll start reading there for a minute. Um, Hear, my son, your father's instruction, and forsake not your mother's teaching. For they are... Uh, a graceful garland for your head and pendants for your neck my son of sinners entice you do not consent if they say come with us let us lie and wait for blood let us ambush the innocent without reason like sheol let us swallow them alive and whole like those who go down to the pit we shall find all precious goods we shall find we shall fill our houses with the plunder throw In your lot with us, we will all have one purse. My son, do not walk in the way with them. Hold back your foot from their paths, for their feet run to evil, and they make haste to shed blood, for in vain is a net spread in the sight of any bird. But these men lie in wait for their own blood. They set an ambush for their own lives. Such are the ways of everyone who is greedy for unjust gain. It takes away the life of its possessors so we've just heard this beautiful call to wisdom in the first seven uh, verses and now it's almost like the first little word to the wise is stay away from those who sin isn't that you know that was Jesus one of Jesus's final commands to to the disciples is don't let yourselves fall into sin sin was so important it's the beginning it's the first word of of wisdom right out of the mouth here and it says "Hear, my son it's like we're when we're the the, the reader is sort of personified as a son who has a father who's trying to uh you know give wise counsel to his son um his parents don't forsake your parents teaching and whatever you do, don't walk in the ways of wicked people. And again, in Galatians and, and again in Ephesians, we were, we were focused on walking in proper footsteps in the Spirit, by the Spirit, in step with the Spirit, worthy of a calling in the Spirit. And again, down in verse 15 is walking in the way. Be careful how you walk. This again... Um, is an analogy a picture of walking don't walk away with them don't walk in their path for people who are trying to plunder those and ambush the innocent and trying to um, grab their possessions uh you know the these are the uh, folks who are chasing unjust gain now of course we can ambush people in a lot of different ways you can beat them over the head with rocks to ambush them or you can try to ambush them in more subtle ways and then you could try to cheat them out of what they uh they uh, uh deserve you know if you're an unjust boss at work and uh, an employee Deserves a promotion and you don't give it to him. You give it to somebody else that you want to um, uh, try to persuade for for various reasons. You're you're cheating them. You're trying to g- grab something for your own greed. And um, when you try to pursue unjust gain, it says it takes away the life of its possessors. And that you'll see a lot in society today. Um, books and movies are written that glorify trying to to cheat the system, um, and I think that we just we don't give we don't have the reverent respect for for what that means. And I and I would even throw it in the way of um, down to, up in verse fourteen. Throw in your lot among us. We will. All have one purse. In other words, we're all going to live. Uh, we're not going to really necessarily work for what we get. We're just going to live off the spoils of what we get. When one person doesn't work for what they get, you know, and now you're you're throwing it in uh, to a common pot. People then start just becoming needy people. It's almost like a welfare system. And I think this is one of the, the evils of welfare that is not talked about today, when you have this mentality that people are living off of one purse, and they they get greedy for gain that they got, which is really not just. It's because of taxing someone else, and that other person ends up being taxed because people vote that they be taxed for politicians that try to get greed and power through asking people to vote for them so that then they'll just tax somebody else. That's unjust gain. That is uh, sort of institutionalized stealing because you're taking away from somebody that of something that you didn't earn. And when you do that and you politicize that process, you're politicizing unjust gain. And then the people justify it. They say, well, we'll just live out of one purse because we'll redistribute the wealth that we've gotten. What's the difference in a politician uh, uh, politicizing theft and then saying we'll live off of it versus people who just go out and take take the possessions and live off of it? So again... The reverent respect for God's teaching, God's principles, right now, uh, this society just does not have this reverence and respect. And whether you ambush somebody um, um, with a rock or whether you ambush uh, somebody with a vote or whether you ambush somebody with just your tongue and the words that come out of your mouth that put the, that puts them down, puts them at a disadvantage, and then lets you get some type of ill-gotten gain. You have to be careful for that. That's the very first warning in the very first proverb. Be careful how you walk. And then they talk about, uh, verse down in verse 20, it's the call for wisdom. Wisdom is now personified as a woman. Wisdom cries aloud in the street, verse 20, in the markets. She raises her voice. Now that's for you women who are out there saying, well, there's, your, there's another um, God's using uh, women in this role to be wise. And uh, wise woman is, uh, is the personification here is wisdom. She cries out at the entrance of the noisy streets and at the entrance of the city gates. She speaks. How long, O simple ones, will you love being simple? How long will scoffers delight in their scoffing and fools hate knowledge? If you return, if you turn at my reproof, behold, I will pour out my spirit to you. I will make my words known to you. That's like... Uh, using another personification of, I will pour out my spirit to you. That's like the words of Christ. The Holy Spirit gets poured out to you. If you if you uh, pursue the knowledge that comes from, from God, I will make my words known to you. Um, so this wisdom is crying out. How long will the fools or people that deny God or the simple? The simple being either... Uh, People who are uneducated in the Word of God are simple—not to saying like people who are dumb or stupid—but it's just people who don't have the Word of God, and it's like if you don't have the Word of God, you're like as simple as a child. You you don't—you don't—you don't have wisdom at all. So those who refuse to listen to when wisdom calls out and says, "How long will you?" Um, Not pursue me. How long will you take me for granted? Those people, uh, we'll just kind of um, paraphrase verse 20 through 21. When terror strikes or when calamity strikes, those people who have cried out for wisdom then all of a sudden really want wisdom and then wisdom says, it's too late. You hated knowledge and you did not choose the fear of the Lord down in 29. Would have none of my counsel and despised all my reproof, therefore they shall um, eat the fruit of their own ways, their way, and they and have their fill of their own devices. In verse 32 For the simple are killed by their turning away, and the complacency of fools destroys them. But whoever listens to me will dwell secure and will ease, be at ease without the dread of disaster. So again, those who, um, who take wisdom for granted. Wisdom's like a woman crying out in the busy streets. People are going by. They've got their own errands. They've got their own agendas. They just they don't have that reverent respect and fear of the Lord and wisdom's like a woman who's crying out and people are taking her for granted. They don't really have a reason to want wisdom you know because they don't fear the lord they don't have the respect they don't have the reverence for what it's like to the fear that should hit you when you don't have the lord's words inside your heart that should provoke fear that should provoke fear and the the this cry out for wisdom should be you know something that you should Be scared to death of, you know, that if you don't have the Lord's wisdom inside you, you're walking around as a simple fool, trusting in your own wisdom, trusting in your own abilities, trusting in your own um, uh, strength to get you through calamity and troubles. And when trouble comes and you'll cry out for wisdom, you'll cry out for the Lord's uh, uh, counsel, and at that point just like the woman said you know is the personification of wisdom you took me for granted you get to eat the fruit of your own wisdom your own ways your own simple foolish folly that will die right along with you because you didn't you didn't have fear of the lord to start with you didn't it wasn't your priority it didn't outweigh your own Agendas. It didn't outweigh your own priorities. And again, in the um, in the earlier section, I think again as it said, uh, it just touches me this morning when I hear um, that those who pursue ill-gotten gain, um, it will rob them of who they are. Those who pursue ill-gotten gain. I've heard that phrase growing up as a child, I've heard that phrase a lot, ill gotten gain. I didn't realize it came from this proverb and I didn't realize, I've heard different philosophers of economics talk about what welfare programs do, Uh, it, It basically welfare programs create poverty. The more money you give to people just as welfare that they didn't earn. The more people just come to expect more, 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 and we see that in politics all around the world. Those who create the welfare state, those who expect to be uh, paid uh, just because they deserve, they deserve free money just because, and their only answer is. Is raise taxes even more and tax the wealthy? You know, make them pay their fair share. Make them do this. Make somebody else do that for me because I deserve free food. I deserve free this. I deserve free that. You see this all throughout history. You see this in current. You see this in current world politics. And isn't it interesting? It's one of the first warnings right out of the bat, right out of the box in Proverbs. So, um, I hope this is encouraging to you. It certainly was to me. I learned a lot. It's given me a lot to think about. And it's interesting how Proverbs starts talking about being careful how we walk and the paths that we choose to walk and who we choose to walk the paths with. And it starts... Um unlike Galatians and Ephesians that tell us to walk with the Spirit and by the Spirit on who to walk with, this starts off telling us who not to walk with. Fools, simple minded people who don't have reverent respect, and the fear of the Lord. Those who wait to ambush people and to live out of the common purse. So I hope, again, these uh, were really, uh, um, gives us deep things to think about. It certainly does for me. I'll turn the podcast over now to Matali, my partner in Zambia. Matali, I hope you're doing great. I look forward to hearing what you've got to say on this. And again, I look forward to walking through Proverbs with, with all of you. So as for me, God bless you all. I'll see you next time. And keep your heart centered on Christ.
1: Hello, so today's teaching is coming from Proverbs chapter 1 verses 5 through to 33. The book of Proverbs are short sayings of long life experiences and um, they were written by Solomon, the son of David. So, um, you know, God has given us the gospel to declare it from the rooftops, from the mountaintops and, um, you know, the gospel has hidden jewels, it has uh, mysteries in it. And um, these mysteries are there to be looked for. And um, if we want to know Christ and we want to see Christ, you know, God has put these things um, in scriptures, so so that we study scripture. So if you want to hear God speak, um, scripture is right here. God is speaking to us. So, um, you know, the focal point, the key to this particular um teaching uh proverbs the book of proverbs um is um you know proverbs chapter one verse seven it says the fear of the lord is the beginning of knowledge but fools despise wisdom and instruction so only fools depend on their own on their own understanding and not on god's understanding so verse five reads a wise man will hear and increase learning And a man with understanding will attain wise counsel. To understand a proverb and an enigma, the words of the wise and the riddles. So you need to be wise and um, you need to attain wise counsel. And you can only attain wise counsel from the um, word of God. And the word of God is the truth, which is in the Bible. So the fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge and wisdom. So this is the key of the book. You know, fools do not learn at all. You know, they do not get any experience. And, um, and, um, you can't teach fools because they they, they depend on their own knowledge and on their own understanding. So, um, you know, the word fool is mentioned over 60 times in the book of Proverbs. And, um, There are a few um, meanings to the word fool that Dr. J.V. McGee went through. So, um, in the book of Proverbs, fool can mean, um, you know, an evil man. And this can be seen in Proverbs chapter 12, verses 12, sorry, verses 15. Uh, And it reads, let me just go to Proverbs chapter 12. Um, it reads, verse 15, here we go, and it reads, The way of a fool is right in his own eyes, but he who seeks counsel is wise. A fool's wrath is known at once, but a prudent man covers shame. So um, a fool um, can also, is also described as an empty person. This is a windbag. You know, somebody who just, you know, goes on and on because um, they feel they are right all the time. Um, And they just go on and on. And um, this is stated in Proverbs 17, verse 7, which reads, Excellent speech is not becoming to a fool, much less lying lips to a prince. So, even if your speech is excellent, um, it's not becoming to a fool. You know, a fool is just a windbag. He will go on and on, even if he doesn't make sense. He will just go on and on and on and on. So, um, you know, they, you know, a, an empty person ends up using, you know, so many, you know, too much jargon, so many big words and all. And um, this person is just full of words. So, this is like the ecclesiastic man who's just full of words, and um, um, he's just a windbag, so, you know, wind can't use wise words, and then um, a proud man um, is also stated as a fool, um, describes a fool, and um, if we read from Proverbs chapter 28, verse 26, It reads, he who trusts in his own heart is a fool, but whoever walks wisely will be delivered. So, um, you know, proud man, those who trust in their own heart and um, not God. So, um, you know, for salvation is of the Lord. And, um, you know. Look at Jonah, what happened to him. He trusted in his own heart and what? He got swallowed up by a fish. And um, so he that trusts in his own heart is is, is actually a fool. So going back to um, today's teaching, verse 8 reads, My son, hear the instruction of your father. So this is like, um, you know, as Pastor J.P. McGee has put it, um, you know, the school of wisdom. This is um a child being imparted knowledge upon before he goes outside to the world to the outside world. So um it says my son hear the instruction of your father and do not forsake the law of your mother. Um you know that's for um the home relationship, you know, when um as as um a young person before leaving the parents. Net home to to go and um to go out in the world, they are being taught not to um to hear the instruction of the father so this is like um David was imparting knowledge on unto Solomon his son, and Solomon's mother, Bathsheba was also imparting um the knowledge um of of to their son so and do not forsake the law of your mother. Verse 9 reads, for they will be a graceful ornament on your head and chains about your neck. So, you know, um, you know, children that have godly parents and, um, you know, that are imparted that knowledge to fear the Lord and not to trust in their own understanding. um, They, you know, they just never go astray. So this is for us young people, and um, you know for our future children, you know always imparts the knowledge of God and on and, and children, and they will never go astray. My son, if sinners entice you, do not consent so um this is looking at um, is not looking at you know when as young people as children um, from godly homes, the first people they meet. Um, out of their homes, um, and if that person is is a sinner, like say for example, um, when Joseph was um, um, in Egypt, when he was enticed by Potiphar's wife, um, because he came from a um a God fearing home and, you know, the knowledge of God was imparted on him. I mean, his father didn't spare the rod, disciplined him the right way. Um. He um. He did not consent Um, to the enticing of um, the sinners. If they say, come with us, let us lie in wait and shed blood. Let us lurk secretly for the innocent without cause. Um, Let us swallow them alive like sheol and ho, like those who go down to the pit. We shall find all kinds of precious possessions. We shall fill our houses with spoil. Cast in your lot among us. Let us all have one purse. My son, do not walk in the way of them. Keep your foot from their path. So this, um, these verses, they look at, um, sinners. You know, sinners, fools, sinners. Uh, these are people who plan to get something for nothing. Um, You know, this is, um, sharing what they have not worked for you know that's stealing from the poor and um you know oppressing um the weak and um you know basically just not just not working for you know getting something for nothing and if we look in today's world this is the present mood that's uh, that that we are currently facing you know um you know people want easy come easy go it's easy to 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 you know, and it's just easy to, to fall in the wrong crowd, um, to think, oh, because it's um, the present-day reality, um, you know, like, I'm going to make, you know, a quick buck here and, um, you know, without actually thinking of the consequences. And it's actually easy to actually do that. So, you know, as a child of God, we're supposed to separate ourselves from the wicked ways of the man. Um, you know, call them out um, from their wicked ways. Um, Solomon says, you know, Get rid of that, um, that wickedness, and um, you know, do not, do not um, consent to um, the wicked ways of, of, the wicked ways and um, the greed that um, that um, the sinners actually have. So, reading on to um, verse sixteen, for their feet. Run to evil, and they make haste to shed blood. Surely, in vain, the net is spread in the sight of any bird. But they lie in wait for their own blood. They lurk secretly for their own lives. So um, Solomon is talking about the wicked um, who who get who who are um, who who want to get um, something for nothing. Who shed blood um just to get possessions that are actually not there, just to oppress other people, you know, to oppress the weaker members of society. Um so Solomon was um this knowledge was imparted on Solomon when he goes out there in the world. You know, let him not consent with um the wicked. Let him be separated. Let him let let him um be known um As um, the child of God um, and not mix with um, the wicked and the sinners. Verse 19 reads um, So are the ways of everyone who is greedy for gain. It takes away the life of its owner. It takes away the life of its owners. So, um, you know, condemnation is made um, upon those ones who um who who are greedy and um want to make gain um you know in they want to, to 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 gain something um while oppressing um other people you know um you know this is this is the great covertness is the great sin this is um you know like um and it is has been con con like, highly condemned. Um, and, um, you know, wisdom is urging us to acquire knowledge. That's um, in verse 20 and 22. So, if we are wise, we will acquire knowledge. And um, how long will... You know, how long are we going to be stupid or fools or um you know empty cans or windbags or proud you know um here is a school of wisdom the bible um proverbs it guides us step by step how we're supposed how we're supposed to conduct ourselves as as children of god so um verse twenty twenty one 21 to 22 reads uh, wisdom calls aloud outside she raises her voice in the open squares she cries out in the chief courses, so this is wisdom referred to as a female, because the church, because as a child of God, we are members of a body of believers. We are members of the the, the new church, which will be presented to Christ as a bride. So hence is presented as, as um, as a female. She cries out to the chief concourses at the openings of the gate in the city. She speaks her words. How long, you simple ones, the simple ones, this is us the people, simple minded people. Will you love simplicity? For scorners delight in their scorning and fools hate knowledge. Which is true. Fools actually hate knowledge. Um they choose to to um lean on their own understanding and not on Christ's understanding. So um it goes on to read turn at my rebuke surely i will pour out my spirit to you i will make my words known to you because i have called you and you refused so these are fools i have stretched out my hand and no one regarded because you are disdained all my counsel because you have you disdained all my counsel and would have none of my rebuke i also will laugh at your calamity I will mock you when your terror comes. When your terror comes like a storm. And your destruction comes like a whirlwind. When distress and anguish comes upon you. So, you know, the day of tribulation is coming. And um, we might think we're clever today. You know, how long are we going to be simple? How long will we love simplicity? Um, This is like, um, you know, easy come, easy go. Um, This is how... Modern-day Christians want to live today. But, um, you know, God's not mocked. You cannot mock God. And um, and um, it is spiritual suicide to turn from God and, you know, follow earthly vanity. So how are we living today? Um, are we living, you know, as fools, empty people, windbags, you know, simpletons? Um, depending on our own knowledge and our own On our own understanding, how are we living? You know, if we drop down to verse 32, for the turning away of the simple, will slay them. And the complacency of fools will destroy them. But whoever listens to me will dwell safely and will be secure without fear or evil. So if we listen to God, we follow God's word, Um, you know, we don't... um, you know, turn a we turn away from um you know being simpletons and um you know having simple minds and depending on our own knowledge and our and our and understanding. Let the Holy Spirit live in us, let the Holy Spirit grow in us, let us grow in Christ, let us wear Christ. And um, you know, we have we have a school of wisdom. This is the Proverbs, the book of wisdom. Solomon was one of the wisest men in the Bible. And um, You know, if we acquire knowledge And not live as fools And fools who don't um, You know, who disregard God You know, we don't commit spiritual suicide Let's not live in a fool's paradise And um, Let's um, You know, let's follow The words um, That are being preached in the Bible Let us um, follow God And uh, let us seek His face And Let God be in control. And, um, you know, let us always seek the Holy Spirit to guide us, to help us understand Scripture. So this is um, the School of Wisdom, the Book of Proverbs. So, yeah, at this particular point, um, we have reached a point where, um, as children of God, um, you know, the first person you meet when you go out there, you know, from the home, how, how... Are we taught? How are we teaching our children? Are we teaching them um, the ways of God um, to be godly children? Are we guiding them the right way? And then how do they go out there and um, conduct themselves as as children of God? So yeah, this is today's teaching. Thank you all for listening. God bless and bye-bye.